Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're a super. Thank you very much. You're Gary. a super as well. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to throw out compliments for the next two hours just to make this a special day for everybody. How about that? It's um, a special and in, day. And in your case, it's true. I don't even have to fib. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Yep. 8.05 on this Thursday morning. It is the eighth day of February 2024. I'm John Reed, and we are glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. You know, in, in one of our previous interviews, um, I, I said something that has kind of been, I mean, I'm going to chisel it in the wall. Um, it's here at the radio station, um, in my other work with foundation work, um, and, and in politics. If if you start out by saying how much you hate me, then I'm really not interested in your critique of my radio show or whether I'm fat or good looking or what. I mean, you know, because you've you've already told me you're not you're you do not have my best interest at heart. <laughs> you, you hate me. So, you know, there's a tip for employees. Don't go into your boss and tell them how much you hate the company or how much you hate working there, because at that point, they really should show you the door because you've you've revealed that you don't care about and you may actually be doing harm. Same thing for activists in the United States. You know, most of the American Republicans who have been very distressed for the last several years they love America. They're proud of America. They want to be a part of America. They want America to be successful. They're proud of their heritage. They recognize the good and the bad, but they love America. And so I'm interested in your critique because I think you're trying to make us a better place. And it's weird to me how many Democrats will tell you right to your face how they hate America. So when I travel overseas, it's interesting to discern which person I'm talking to, somebody who thinks that America is the problem in the world or somebody who thinks America is a beacon of hope in a world that's filled with dictators and communism and poverty and and tragedy. And our American mindset can help free people. Right. One of them I found is Hugh Shakeshaft. He loves him. He's a, he's a proud Brit. But he loves America, and so I am always interested in what Hugh has to say. Now, am I saying that wrong, or would you concur with with my your assessment of the United States? I'm not putting words in your mouth, am I? Not at all. Actually, good morning, John. Good morning. One thing, if you're if you're handing out compliments, I'd be a grateful recipient. You're brilliant, of Hugh. You're brilliant. Isn't that what the Brits <laughs> say? You. You're brilliant. Uh, brilliant. Yes, <laughs> yes, excellent. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, I do love America, and I love my own country, Britain as well. And the thing is, every country has its foibles or its, uh, you know, things that you can pick on. But I've lived all around the world, and the two best countries in the world to live are the UK and the US. And, you know, these people who state that they hate America, then why is there, you know, millions of illegal aliens crossing the southern border mm. to get in here if it is so bad? Yeah, yeah. It betrays and, the know, lie that they're telling. And, you know, the cue is to get in, not to get out. So, right, you know, right. Well, are you tracking um, what's happening at the Supreme Court today? You know, I, that long introduction was really to set up our conversation about the Supreme Court deciding whether Donald Trump can be on the ballot in Colorado and perhaps in Maine and elsewhere. And to me, that is the fact that we're even having this conversation is a betrayal of the principles of the country. And this is the kind of thing that happens in, uh, in well, third world nations. Well, Putin's opposition, the main guy to stand against Putin's right. not going to be allowed on the ballot in Russia. Have you you've seen that? Oh, before, yeah, and right? they're outraged this morning. Oh, how could Putin do that? And I'm like, are you guys that dense? You don't see that that's what you're doing here, too, to, to Trump? Well, you know, I, you know, I said to somebody last week, and they didn't even get it, I said, welcome to Pakistan, where Imran Khan is laying in jail, supposedly for corruption. Mm. He's now going to spend another seven years in in jail because they've annulled his marriage. His widow, uh, he married a widow inside the the mourning period, mm-hmm. oh. right? In other words, they married a week or two weeks too early, and they've done him giving him three years for that or seven years or something. Uh. And it's like I thought, where am I seeing this? Where they're charging someone with just about everything? They want him to die in prison, right? And they want to make sure that he'll never, ever be involved in politics again. Now, whether he's corrupt or not, I don't know. In somewhere like Pakistan, it's actually corrupt by degree. Right. Yeah. I mean, when, when is too much corruption, you know, you know, when is corruption too much or not enough? Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a way of life over there. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm starting to find here that I'm feeling the same way. It's not necessarily financial corruption, although I'm sure there's enough of that, but it's this whole corrupting of your constitution, the rule of law and everything else. And it does seem very strange to me and ironic that people are screaming about Putin doing it and have absolutely no issue here Mm -hmm. with that happening here. And I'm like, you know, they're trying to prevent someone from standing and being on the ballot in Colorado for something he was never charged with. Right. At no stage did they state he, he committed insurrection. So I would have thought to, for, uh, the, in, the insurrection clause, which we all know is about civil war guys that, you know, can't get in and disrupt government, that, you know, that to use the insurrection clause, you would have at least have had to have been prosecuted for it. Right. And and maybe actually convicted. <laughs> that's right. I mean, yeah. that you seems know, I mean, like a, an important step it, in this process. Yeah, it's just an utterly bizarre decision. But it, but it shows that lawfare is now uh, becoming legitimized as a means of political discourse. Right. You know, unf- it started off with Hillary with the label insult smear. You know, deplorables, basket mm-hmm. of deplorables, all of this kind of stuff. 
Um, you know, it's funny how, uh, you know, and, and as you know, I'm no big Trump fan. You right. know, as I said, he should stand down, but he can't now stand down because if he does, the tactics that have been employed against him will be will, will be assumed and seen to have worked. Right. And they'll be repeated they a thousand times him. over. You know, and that is where the problem is. So whether, you know, whether he's going to, whether he wants to now, to, to stand now, yeah. I don't know. I know that I would be seriously questioning it, but there is no means left. And my concern is more about the immunity. Is that, you know, the, the, the task they're taking is that once you cease to be president, we can come after you. You become a citizen. Yes. We can come after you. And so you can bankrupt who anybody. Is, yes. Anybody that you decide then who's been president, you didn't agree with something he did, you, you, you go to lawfare and you arrest him immediately after, you know, January 20th. January 21st, he's banged up. I think, you know, you see the difference between the parties. The Democrats are willing to go for the throat, for the jugular, and rip it out, yeah. right? Hence, you know, Navarro going to jail. When the GOP could do the same, they let Hunter off. They just they um, don't equally, have the killer instinct, which might be good in a normal situation. But when you're in this kind right. of war, uh, philosophical but then they can't war. even get a an impeachment against a man who should be impeached. Yeah, yeah. On they the border got issue. the party discipline. You know, in, in, in England, you have what they, they call the whip. They whip the boat. Right. If it's a three-party whip, what it actually means is that on, on the um, order paper, it's underlined three times, which means that is an absolute uh, cast-in-stone vote for your party. Yeah. So the government will whip it three times. It'll be a three-line whip, and that means... You do not step out of line. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You do a little bit now. You get you get everybody's own ego because of social media, and they're yeah. they're all worried about their own climbing a slippery pole rather than doing the right thing. But the GOP has zero, zero discipline. Party discipline. And people is a like real Mitt Romney, problem. right, who was an absolute imbecile when he was running for president, coming to London before the Olympics and telling Americans not to go to London because it wouldn't be safe at the Olympic Games, blah yes, yeah. de blah and then of his biggest ally, we had a magnificent Games and the only bomb explosion that's ever gone off at an Olympic Games was in Atlanta in 1996. So I don't believe he can actually do that. But these guys don't care. They're leaving. They're leaving in November. Right. So they well, want a virtue signal. They want it should you know, be persona non grata with that vote for the border bill yesterday. So I'm hoping people will yeah. uh, you know, show that there's a there is a consequence. I'm not saying attack him physically or anything like that, but I, I wouldn't want him campaigning here in Virginia. Hey, Hugh, before we go, uh, let me turn it to London for a second. Two things real quick because I'm going to run out of time. I saw that an, an Indian business executive says you're far more likely to be mugged in London than you are in Delhi. And, I, you know, the last time I was in London, by the way, I bought the tickets to come to your wedding in July. So I'll yeah. see you in London and I won't wear my Absolutely. time. I won't wear my Rolex watch. I don't have one. I have a Timex. So I don't think anybody would be trying to steal yeah. from me. But it did feel like it was a, a little sketchier than in the past in central what London. 
Well, when I was there up until two weeks ago, I was right in central London. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see anything. We, and Deborah walks everywhere. Right. Me, on the other hand, I, I'm a taxi kind of guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you know. My carriage. So, Bring my carriage. Indeed. Home, James, and don't spare the horses. <laughs> right. Um, but, but, you know, I don't use the public transport, so I don't know what the, the, um, the tube is like. The tube is like. But that's, that's always had pickpockets in certain places have, you know, particularly where large gatherings of um, tourists take place. Mm. There's always that issue. Um, but certain other places, you know, like Tower Hamlets, if you're not of a certain ethnicity or religion, you you're can in run trouble. into trouble there. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, before we run out know, of time. But then again, I, you know, I, I, it depends on who the Indian chap was, to be honest with you. Yeah. An Indian businessman. Yeah, yeah great. It's like me going to say, you know, New York is dreadful, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you know, um, Times Square and that area. Well, just it, it just is, though, jumped it? out at me because well, it is. <laughs> and I think. And when I was in London yeah. last, you know, there were street fights that just popped up. I was like, "Where are this? Is not what I'm used to." All right, real quick, what do you think about the king and the cancer diagnosis? Are you worried about this? Have you heard? You talk on the phone to all these people. Do you, um, what's going on? It's, it's been pretty well sealed up as to what he's got. Uh, all I would say is that they caught it as a result of um, an enlarged prostate and going in for testing, right? Yeah. And, and you know, and they—it's it, called what they, it's what they call incidental cancer. Hmm. He's gone in for treatment for one thing, and they've discovered it. Do you think that's true, or you think that that's a, a distraction from the truth? Well, you, you know, he, he's trying to be open. Hmm. They've made a huge mistake. Hmm. You're either completely open or you're not. Um, you don't say a thing. They did it with Kate, and they didn't learn from that. So when they gave a cancer diagnosis, right, mm-hmm. they then didn't um, follow up with what it was. Now, I can see why. I mean, there's been massive speculation anyway. And if you told it what it was, you'd be getting the stats out there. Oh, well, you know, depending on what it is, uh, three in five people die of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe the king's dying. You know, right. the BBC is behaving like he's dying, right, right in the way they're reporting. So I, I don't know what the answer is. I think, you know what, we could still learn an awful lot from the queen. Keep quiet till you know when there's a, when, what the whole thing is and, you know, likely to be, what the prognosis is going mm. to be. Rather than leave stuff, because the, the, the media people around her were really disciplined. That's true. Speaking yeah, of party know. discipline, hey, I got to run, Hugh. But I'm always thankful when you can join us here on the station. Thank, Thank you. you for letting me ramble this morning. John. I love it. I I'll love talking to you. Compliment on board. You're brilliant. <laughs> eight nineteen. You shake shaft. Eight nineteen on this Thursday. Back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.